evolutionary games, ground rules. An evolutionary appraisal of human sexuality entails reconstructing the changes in behavior and psyche that occurred in the course of human evolution and analyzing the causes of these changes. In other words, we wish to know how our ancestors behaved and felt and the basis of differential reproduction in ancestral populations. The time span involved is so great it has no intuitive meaning. Furthermore, our ancient ancestors are gone for good. They have left relics, fossilized bones and teeth, tools and ourselves. But they can never be studied in the field or brought into the laboratory. And even if they could be, the selective pressures responsible for evolutionary changes might remain obscure. For these reasons, Washburn, 1973, suggests that the reconstruction of evolutionary history is better regarded as a game than a science. And he recommends that evolutionary hypotheses be stated with varying degrees of confidence as warranted by the supporting evidence, always keeping in mind that certainty cannot be achieved. With respect to the loss of estrus, considerations to this point can be summarized thus. Estrus was lost sometime after humans last shared a common ancestor with any living non-human primate. And pair bond theories are not notably successful in accounting for this loss. I shall propose two alternate historical reconstructions of the loss of estrus in the spirit advocated by Washburn that evolutionary speculations should be regarded not as science but as a game. On the basis of current evolutionary theory, I propose to play according to the following ground rules. 1. Teleological explanations are not permitted. Evolutionary changes are not to be explained by the actions of future circumstances or preordained goals. Evolution occurs in response to circumstances in the environment that result in differential reproduction. Evolutionary change is constrained 
by the specific history of the lineage, by the randomness of mutation with respect to fitness, by opposing selection pressures, and by the necessity to compromise the demands of various adaptations. Number two, no super organic force is to be invoked to explain evolutionary change, explicitly or implicitly, benevolent or otherwise. Three, behavior and psyche are to be explained as adaptations to promote the inclusive fitness of the individual not to promote the interests of another individual, groups of individuals, or abstractions like society. A commitment to playing the loss of estrus game non-teleologically has a number of implications. Evolutionary changes occurred in response to conditions that existed at any given time there was no inherent tendency for a chimpanzee-like ancestor to become human. And given different circumstances, ancestral apes would have remained apes or become something else. Evolutionary change need not have proceeded continuously and uninterruptedly from an apish condition to a human condition. In some respects, intermediate forms may have been less like either chimpanzees or humans than the latter species are like each other. Throughout evolutionary history, one of the most important environmental features affecting selective pressures are unhominid sexuality was the sexual nature of conspecifics. To some extent, the evolution of human sexuality can be considered to be a continuous dialogue between males and females. A change in the nature of one sex producing an adaptive reaction in the other. Furthermore, the evolution of sexuality influences and is influenced by non-sexual aspects of the social and physical environment. 